AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Episode of the fighting cat, fighting cat, fighting cock. Start as we mean to go. Fighting cat, fighting cat. <laughs> the bullshit. Don't, don't think we, we that will go down well, brandy wise. But you know. yeah, the fighting cat. I'm joined on the line by Spooky and Alex from Bristol. How are you doing, boys? Good man, good. Very so, lovely. The news has just broke that Timo Werner is signed for Chelsea, a pre-contract with Chelsea, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Why can't we do something like that? Like Chelsea are not a bigger club than us. Why haven't we gone in for him? Because we've just we've just gone to the Bank of England for 120 million quid. Yeah, but they're running costs. <laughs> running costs can't be spent on players. Don't know what to tell you. It's frustrating. I isn't think. It? I think. Yeah. I mean, it's just the way it is, isn't it? <laughs> do you really expect Tottenham to do that I mean, and Levy to do that? It yeah, just doesn't happen with us. I just get the impression every other club is frenzied. And frantic, and they're like, God, we've got to bring this player in, he's quality, and everyone's working towards it. Um, whereas we spent six months thinking about it and flirting and is not it, getting anywhere. Would it be wise to spend whatever I think that his release cause is less than 50 million? So if it's like 49 million and he's going to be on 200, 250 grand a week, you'd imagine. Is it wise to spend that money on a player of his quality, undoubted quality, like unbelievable quality, like Harry Kane level? A striker when we have hurricane is it is it foolhardy for us to spunk loads of money in wages on a player like him when there are clearly other issues certainly in defense where we can uh we can strengthen and use that money if it is even available speak it's the type of signing we should have made um a couple of years ago uh, to consolidate what we had at the time so, um, we, we probably needed to do that in in a few positions across the, the team just so that if there was a, a lull or like a drop in form there there was there was just options there to, to freshen things up but we, we never do that um, even when we're on top and we can all see it we just don't do that um, it would have made sense then it probably still makes sense now because is Kane going to be with us a, a year from now do you know what I mean? How you you buy a player, you spend a lot of, for a player of his quality. You spend a lot to bring him in now, but how much would it cost to actually replace Harry Kane in a year's time if you don't have a, re, a replacement? Because whatever money you're going to get for him, the club, uh, the selling club that you're going to go to, are going to want all that money. So you're you're fucking things up for yourself. There's but you know, I don't own a football uh, yeah, but club. Speak. The, you know, uh, I'm not worth 325 million quid. So, what do I really know about how it works behind yeah, but the closed dif- doors? The difference man. between Tottenham and Chelsea is that they don't have a forward. They've got Tammy Abraham's, who was playing in the Championship last season, who's done okay this year. They don't really have a forward. Yeah, they, they needed him more. They, I, I, yeah. yeah, that's if, right. If Chelsea had Harry Kane, would they have bought him? That's, I guess, that's that's the question. But that's he, a, a good way of looking at it as well. Maybe we're too. Um, we're too kind of heavy-handed with uh, Enink and, and Levy and, and what we do. and We get a bit jealous and green-eyed when other clubs are splashing out money. It's not like we haven't splashed out money. You know, we've bought plays for a lot of money, broken our records. Mm. So it, we, uh, I guess we just need to do a bit more. Alex. Let's sort of fucking worry about Chelsea. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so right, let, let Alex share his opinion. Well, we're not, one. not on Werner uh, because <laughs> you've, you've done that fine. Um, but so we're... Um, that, you know, football's back. 
uh, behind closed in doors. Form. Yeah, in, in a strange form, but it is going to be back. And um, the game, the first game against Manchester United, which is on Friday night, which is actually the first game back for the league in general, right? We're going to be the first team playing. Um, how do you feel we're set up currently? Because all our players are back. Everyone's every every players players are back. Every club's players are back. How do you feel we're set up for for the rest of the season? Are you are you confident that will the uh, you know playing football behind closed doors affect us? What, what what's your feeling right now? I think it affects everyone. It's going to be. I mean, watching some of the German stuff, it's 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 got that preseason feel about it because obviously there's no there's no noise you know that and something for English football in particular I say thrives on but but is extremely used to is that in intensity of it and I think that's going to be difficult for players to be as intense and have the (coughs) ebb and flows of of a football game without it so it's, it's partly I'm interested to see what happens other part of me is like, oh, God, this is going to be horrific. For everybody. Uh, and, another, and another part of me just wants to watch Tottenham play football again. Okay, um, so, so, uh, uh, about the team, uh, the setup, and the fact that uh, we are... Knows. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, of course, <laughs> no, one, no one knows. It's been such a long time. They've only been training for what, a couple of weeks. The majority of that is without any kind of contact. So just kind of drills and... And, and sharpness is actually probably not even sharpness. It just drills that are getting getting the players back into the mode. You know, we have got players back. They're not fit. Like Mourinho said the other day that, that these players are not match fit, but they're 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 able to play football. Harry Kane, we're going to come on to his shape and and his fitness. But when we had him and when we had him in Son, our form under Mourinho was pretty. Um. <clears throat> No, well, it wasn't average. It was second. We were second in the league. It was better I, than what it was after. I think after if, if, if we have to look at it now. As is our first team, is our first eleven better than Manchester United's first eleven? And I think, as crude as that is, I think you have to. It's the only way you're going to be able to look at it. It's comparable uh, now. It's it's there or thereabouts, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just so difficult. I mean, I'm not confident but I'm not not confident I mean I genuinely have no idea how this is going to affect how this long a break is going to affect um players I I, I, I honestly honestly have no idea what to expect um, weird isn't it it's a weird I've weird feeling for a nice for a nice period of weeks I'd forgotten that Jose Marino was our manager but let's hope you know full strength team nothing to moan about he can go for it uh, I, I, yeah, the more I think about it, the more I think, you know, a bit of siege mentality, a bit like, you know, everyone was against us, but now we've got everyone back. And I don't know. Yeah, maybe it'll work. If we pump United, I mean, let's, let's start to believe, boys. Here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> started. Mate, if you, I mean, <laughs> we've, got we've, got, we've, got, we've got what is the, the second best, third best striker in Europe up top. We've got Humin Son, you know, the darling of. Uh, the South Korea military won all all kinds of awards for his fitness and sprinting over there. Um, you know, with La Celso and Dombele, Bervine fit again. Options with Mora, Ali. Like we could hurt anybody. 
We could oh, we absolutely. could do incredible things. Like the, the, actually, the coronavirus for Tottenham could have couldn't have come at a better time. If Belly <laughs> is not sporting a six pack at the end after all this time, <laughs> get rid of him. That's probably why Jose Mourinho turned up at his house. Like fuck it, like I know you're not moving. You've got to be yeah. fucking moving. Yeah, give me that. Give me them. Give me them bourbons. <laughs> uh, Spook, what do you think? Yes, it is. I, I mean to echo what. Al said, I mean, it's a difficult one because on the one hand, I think it probably has rejuvenated us. I can't speak of other other clubs. I think Mourinho has probably had time to think and and analyse and review everything that's happened. And and he's got that luxury of players coming back from injury. Um, And I think it's it's about motivation because it won't be about fitness and sharpness. You have to kind of question, I mean, if if you just push aside even the whole empty stadium thing, which I think plays is going to play a hugely de- detrimental part in, in just the experience the players are going to have running out because it won't feel like a proper game to them either. Do you know what I mean? Because of the, the lockdown and everything that's happened. Um, if you then look at the fitness element, how hard are they going to be trying? I mean, is this like a pre-season, pre-season as well? Like, how much of a break are they going to get before they have to come back for next season? Is next season going to be pushed out? Well, I don't know if any of this has been discussed and finalised yet, but I just feel a lot of them are probably thinking, it's nine games, let's get through this. We all know he's going to win the league. Whatever else happens probably doesn't really matter as much. Um, And just get through this part without losing players to, to injuries again and then start proper next year. But that doesn't mean that... You know, Mourinho won't be as professional as fuck and Kane ain't going to want to sharpen up and kind of prove prove his worth again. And It's just really hard to call. Um, I, I can call one thing, though. That we, the, the only reason Spurs will come back, the only thing we're going to get out of it is to, to take the piss meme style on social media when we lose games. Um, because I don't think anybody can really get angry about any performance that comes up depending on what happens across the board, of course. I mean, I don't know. You know, if we kind of lose the first game 5-0, then that's something to fucking worry about. But I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's, it is... I'm I'm actually excited now for the first time ever because I was dead against all this shit. I want football to come back just to see how it plays out on TV, the coverage, the the lack of noise the lack of supporters, what the games are going to feel like. I did not take well to the German games at all, but then I'm not a follower of German football. I'm just really curious to see what happens. And yeah, if we do well, I ain't going to fucking dismiss it. I'll I'll take that all day long. Um, Yeah, what what did you make of the German football and its return? Because there's a bit of a furore on Twitter about English fans choosing the team just to, because they they wanted football back. I watched a little bit of it and I was like, well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm invested in English football because Tottenham play in it, but football in itself, without certainly without the kind of sway and and mood and kind of injection of atmosphere from the fans, just to to watch athletes play a sport without the emotion of the fans, it, it really didn't feel much like football at all. Even though we it's were watching not. the sport being played, it's not you. You might as well just be watching them train. I mean, it's yeah, not exactly. It's I watched I watched maybe four or five games and um, and it was nice just to have something on that was live. To be honest, I was like, this is this is novel. This is actually happening in in the world in real life. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's 
if, if anything, it has it has cemented exactly that for me, Flav, in terms of, you know, really the sport itself. I mean, it's pretty dull <laughs> most of the time, uh, you know, and, and what makes it so special is is us. Yeah. You know, me in particular. Um, uh, and it's it's I'm I'm in, I'm the same. I'm interested to see how it how it plays out in a weird kind of you know demented fascination uh, about it. But I can imagine after the first week, you know, I don't think there'll be many people tuning in to watch the other games. Well, maybe there, of course there will be, but I don't think there'll be quite as uh, as much push for it. I don't know. It it. it it doesn't fill me with excitement. I want to be excited, and I probably will. Come Friday night, yeah, the kid will be in bed, you know, early, so I can sit and watch it with a beer, and like I'll look five-ish, to it. like five-ish. Yeah, exactly. Get a broad round. Get some two. gear in. Get two. Why not? Yeah. Bit of whiskey and a milk. <laughs> milk. <laughs> Three years old. Milk. Does she not have milk? Well, she doesn't drink milk anyway because you know. We'll give her some it's milk and whiskey and send her right to it. Cocoa, a bit of cocoa with a little bit of a Jameson. Um, the, the the issue, if we do have one in our uh, full-strength lineup that we're going to be playing against Man United when we do, if we do, because we're going to talk about the coronavirus positive test. <laughs> I wasn't surprised it happened to Spurs. I just kind of expected it. <laughs> if it was going to happen to anyone, it would be us. Uh, would be our defence. Um, in the news over the last few days is about Vertonghen, whether or not he's going to stay... You know, because his contract is up at the end. Uh, was it? Is it at the end of May or June? It basically, it would, have it would have been end of July. Yeah. Right. Okay. So there's there's, there's football, football to be played where he's out of contract. I think originally the club asked him to play. Would would he be willing to play uh, when you're out of contract? For, on a professional sense, that would be crazy because you could get injured and you're out of contract and you have nothing. Um, but apparently, agree a, a a contract has been agreed for him to stay for another month. Speak, what do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, he's he was quality for us. Um, I think he knows it's over. But you say at that. Same actually, time, he came out the other day, Speak, and said that he wants to play Champions League football next year. Yeah, I'm not sure, I, he, does, I'm not sure he does realise it's over. He, well, listen, I. I I'm one of these people that loves to be proved wrong. I just get a feeling just off the, off the back of the last 18 months. Uh, there's some tired old legs, um, especially in, in defence for us. And we kind of need to look towards the future. The problem is we don't have a manager that really cares about longevity. He cares about what he can add to his CV, which is beneficial for a club like Tottenham because we don't win much in, in recent decades. So, you know, he came in to get the best out of the players that were there. And if you can do that with Jan, fair enough. But giving him a one-month contract, it's almost like this discussion was, well, look, we'll pay you until the end of this circus. And then after that, we'll have a discussion. But I don't, I don't see that happening. It's more of a financial. I mean, it sounds stupid when you talk about a millionaire footballer, but it's more of a. It's probably more of a financial and asset security type thing for both parties. It makes sense because the season- it ties him in, doesn't it? And like you said, if they need to, I, I don't. I just don't look. This is. I'm really badly prepared for this because I, I, I've spent most of the day writing a blog about this kind of stuff about the football coming back, and I'm trying to kind of 
G myself up for it. Um, and then someone said, oh, Vertonghen signed an extension. And I thought, bloody hell, like a one-month extension. My gut reaction to that was a bit desperate on, on both parts. But fair enough, if there's like uh, kind of fi- financial business uh, reason oh, yeah, behind be that. that. Yeah. And, you know, we do need him at the back. And he's not like he's a shit player. He's not. But I think going forward, uh, there's a there's more than a couple of positions at the back there that he's sorted. So... It, the, the problem with Spurs was we weren't very good at defending. We forgot how to defend as a unit. We forgot how to to, to kind of transition and boss the ball out and, and not put ourselves under pressure. I think these are fundamental things that were built into the Poch team that took a long time to do so with players that were growing into those positions and becoming confident as this one flowing, like, sexy machine that we were. We, we've, we've, what we have now, Mourinho or no Mourinho, it's a difficult task for anyone because you're trying to repair a team and the, you're also trying to repair individual players. And I don't, I think some are beyond repair. Um, love Jan. I'd have him there for another year if he proves me wrong. If, if you know, if he, if he can find that that touch again. So, well, that won't happen. I mean, the fact that it's only a month's extension. Mm. Shows what the what yeah. the willingness from both parties is meant to be. Mm. I, I think it's I think it's sensible. It's no point trying to bring in someone during all of this nonsense who hasn't worked with the squad before, who hasn't worked for Mourinho for the sake of nine games. You know he'll get to say a proper goodbye. You know, yeah. and and it's you know I, it makes sense on all, on on all sides of things. He's, yeah, you, you, he's you a just... squad player. I mean, what would be amazing if he just was an unused sub now for nine games? I mean, I, I but, can see it. I can see it. Yeah, probably. I mean, but, um, if, if, yeah, if the club had come out and given him another year, not not just on the basis of us having to extend the season, but if they they'd come out and given him another year, you'd I'd be a little bit worried. I, I I'd be concerned about our our planning for the future because it's and we've said it so many times, but it's clear that Jan Vertonghen, as much as you know, for so much of his career, he's kind of been above or or at least on par with the level that Tottenham has been certainly even as we've made this kind of upward trajectory he's stayed on that level and at times put himself well above it you know that Dortmund game that we've talked about so many times where he he absolutely dominated from left wing back position not even not even his natural position but it does come to a stage where you feel like we've Tottenham have drained every bit of goodness we could possibly get out of Jan (laughs) Vertonghen if we signed him for another year it would it would almost be uh I mean, it would be stupidity and cruel because he would see him crumble. He's the perfect player that represents really what what Tottenham as a club want to do with players. They want to buy these young players that have potential, that are, are seen as steady eddies, that can then grow into positions and into teams as the team Im- improves. And as Spooky said, he, he started off quite shakily I remember at the beginning and and he just steadily steadily improved as the team improved to a point where he was almost first on the team sheet in the in the back four you know that and without a vero and and then he's maintained that but you can only do that for so long because of the type of because of the type of defender that he is the ankle injury has obviously certainly not helped and I know that there's been a lot of talk of you know just the club feeling that that has almost been you know the final nail really but even if he was doing okay next year. He probably won't be. So, mm. like I said, I think it makes sense. And you're right. If they'd come out and given him 18 months at the end of next season, which is something that you normally tend to see, 
uh, that would that would probably everyone would have gone oh, typical us because we're not going to spend any money. But I, I think it does probably show a sign of intent that, of what they want to try and do moving forward. I remember we signed Vertonghen. He was what was he twenty four uh, mm. from Ajax under Villas Boas, I think. Well, it was Redknapp, wasn't it? It was going on. You know, it was all expected to be done whilst Red with the Redknapp stuff, wasn't it? Before um, AVB came in, it was all. It was already being plastered about. I remember listening to Harry Redknapp talk about the Vertonghen signing. No, you're right. Yeah, because he's not part of the Magnificent Seven, is he? Or was he? No, he wasn't. He wasn't, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, I was right. I do remember Redknapp chatting about him. So, yeah, mm. a great servant to the club, man. He's a beautiful player when he was at his best. Really, really good. Unbelievable, really. Uh, okay, well, well, I mean, when he inevitably does leave in a month or so... Sounds then, like he's died. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I often feel like that about players. When <laughs> when they leave Spurs, they are dead. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, um, he, you know, he goes on to live a happy life with his wife and kids and all that. Uh, five subs has been approved, apparently, for... Um, is this... what? Why? What is this about? What, what's the reasoning behind this? I mean, it's in Fitness, response... Fitness, isn't it? Is it about fitness? Yeah, I just think fitness and yeah, just to be able to keep players fresh, not rushing back, and, and then have clubs saying, "Well, all our players are getting injured quickly." It, it'd just be funny to see how it works. Oh, like, five stupid... subs that can actually come onto the pitch. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant just five subs that are allowed no. on the pitch. They wanted less people there. I think five can... subs. Oh, for fuck's sake! They can have. I think you can have. Uh, what is it? Like twenty-two players on the bench. Uh, this is how little I've I've paid attention to it because it's all wrangling <laughs> bollocks, right? But five players coming on the bucket, that's not football anymore. Get rid of it. It yeah. is daft, isn't it, man? I mean, imagine you can make two tactical changes or two changes because of a, because of tactics or injury, and then the last twenty minutes, it can, it's like a game of chess. Like if I put my three, if I put three pairs of fresh legs on now. Because of the way football is at the minute, it's not like full-on proper football. Um, that that could probably win you a game. I mean, again, I'm really dumbing it down, but it's going to be quite funny. To see oh, you that. know, I mean, you know Mourinho is going to want to is going to do a five for five at some point. Oh, you, that it. joke's been made. Yeah, well, think, who's, uh, it was the um, the guy on radio who agreed to come Max, on the podcast. Uh, Matt, uh, um, I fucking hell, I forgot his name. He does uh, the uh, the Guardian podcast. Max Rushton. Yeah. That's it, Rushton. He said it'd be absolute scenes on 35 minutes <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Jose Mourinho makes five subs. And, and, and I'll tell you what, in terms of talking about flow of the game, not you know struggle, players struggling or that natural ebb and flow of a game in there, uh, the Butchered. more the, no fans and, and more subs, that just in, in, impounds it even more. Um, you said it earlier, man. You said it. it's going to be like pre-season friendly uh, exhibition type match because... There will no, there will be no flow to, to to the game if you're making that amount of substitutions. We just have to wait. This is another thing we're talking about something that we haven't seen play out yet. It might be more interesting to see after one round of fixtures how how it looks, and then the second round we'll be able to almost guess what's going to be the trend going forward. But um, Do you know, what I'm genuinely excited to and looking forward to is hearing all the swearing. Yeah, out. When when someone's saying go through the cunt, it's yeah. him. Like that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, professional athletes, professional footballers. Well, some word that you, that if you it. choose to, when you're watching it, you can pump noise crowd into it. Ugh. Oh my god! Oh, I'm gonna kill myself. 
<laughs> do you know how? Do you know how much? How how many things I've seen in the news that I, I genuinely thought was satirical, like all the stuff with the texting, uh, texting uh, opinions or or or, or chants, streaming them through onto the big screen. Um, <laughs> I, was that was that satire? I don't know. It was, I think it was West Ham was saying they were going to do that, and then you got this. Yeah, it's just everything is like just stop it. It's what it imagine, is, right? Can you just imagine crowd noise being pumped? It's seventy-four. Happy birthday, <laughs> you, John. <laughs> Seventy minutes. I love that. Um, yeah, it's it's just not necessary, man. Just let them get on with it. Let let us get on with it. And uh, it'll be over before Troy Parrott and make the bench. We should uh, do. I mean, why not? But again. <sighs> He wasn't that much fancied by Jose, but but so I'm I'm going to come on to the question: is the, the, the which player tested positive uh, for uh, COVID nineteen in the last week? I'm going to say originally I thought obviously Aurier because he's just been like didn't give a fuck. But the way the world works is that people that don't give a fuck generally don't end up having to give a fuck about the things that are happening to them. I'm going to say Troy Parrott as a positive. Well, wasn't it said that it was it wasn't a key member of the first team is what well, there you go confirmed. Uh, and Aurier definitely <laughs> is is a key member is it so was it, it yeah. was a player it was a yeah, player yeah yeah it was a player yeah just to think what they've, they've been up to like imagine if you are a professional footballer and you live that life and you're surrounding yourself and you have anything you want to be locked up would be almost impossible it's impossible well, for us the only way the only way some someone in their position and with lockdown and everything that's gone on the only way you're doing that is if you're if you're breaking lockdown. You they ain't going they ain't going to Waitrose. No. So uh, what if it's what if it's something innocent like a, a younger player that lives at home with his mum, dad, brother, sister, and then someone else has been fucking around, going out without mask, and you know this we again I don't know why we even talking. About, yeah, that's quite boring. Not that's the what, no, what he's been doing is but... been going to massive, massive orgies. <laughs> he's just, actually having his, just been having his side piece round like 400 people what do you uh, mean? yeah I, 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 I think Troy's guilty he doesn't need a, oh. doesn't need a trial Alex yeah. oh. what do you mean side piece round what are you saying well just you know someone's had someone's had some fun what do you know Sex, about, what, what do you know about side pieces uh, well like they're all they're all side pieces now Uh <laughs> It's it's like a pizza box where you've eaten just one slice. It's just the it's, it's the, the circle's been broken for me now. There's just loads of different slices. <laughs> too many slices. Yeah, yeah, too many. Too many, if anything. You know, uh, the, the... Okay, so um, let's move on to some more meatier, a meat feast of a of a conversation, which is the the kind of way the games are going to be played. So the derby games, including Spurs versus Arsenal. Um, could be played in a neutral venue. And all of Liverpool's away games could also be played in a neutral venue. And this is obviously to avoid mass gatherings at wherever to prevent the further spread of the second wave of COVID and all the people are going to die. Um, how, how, if you're going to bring the game back, it has to be bring, brought back in with, with parity and fairness. To have Spurs play Arsenal when we've already played them and got beat, we got beat by them, yeah. We got beat by them. How is it fair to then play in a in a neutral venue, probably Old Trafford or somewhere like that? How is it fair? How how can that conceivably be attached to a, a competition that is fair for all? 
Alex. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't care about that, Flav. No, but I know. that's not the primary concern, is it? So that's that's how it can happen. Yeah. The primary concern is making sure that clubs don't have, so that the the rebate from the from the TV and the and the coverage deals are is 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 minimised as much as possible. What was the actual like the, the potential loss to the Premier League and the, the clubs if they hadn't completed the season? Do you know? I I have seen it, but I think I talk. I think on an in certain it depends obviously on the split between. But I think you know you're looking. I think a full rebate was something like. Actually, I'm not going to say because I don't know for sure. But I read it. Yes, I read it yesterday, and I remember. I remember thinking. I remember looking at the number, thinking. Mm, well, I mean, talking, it's not, what, it's a not billion, billion pounds or what? No, 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 nowhere near it. But, but so, so all know. clubs have had to agree to these terms, right? The, the neutral games, all that stuff. They would, they would have, they would have all agreed to it based on the fact that the the loss to each club would have been so significant that it was better to play these games without the advantage than not. Yes. Yeah. What about you? How, how, how do you feel, especially the Liverpool thing as well? I know they already won the league practically, but like it's... it just—it it just uh, it's not the way you'd want to win the league. But the, I'm sure, they won't have an say, issue with it. Yeah, of course they're not going to say, "Oh, let's, yeah, yeah, n- n- null and void it. We don't care." Um, but yeah, the, the whole derby element. I mean, for us not to be able to play against them at home, but you could just thinking out loud argue that. It, isn't really a derby if you haven't got the supporters there. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't. It just it, again. Yeah, but if we win or they beat us, we're not going to use that excuse, are we? No, of course not. I mean, you, sorry, you want the home. Sorry, sorry, you still want home advantage, and it is it is it is ridiculous. Like, are the police thinking that people are really going to turn up and just I want, think try, they and, would. try and? Well, for Tottenham Arsenal. They would definitely turn up in Tottenham, one hundred percent, and just watch it in the bars and pubs, and then keep well, it's outside not, and do some social distancing brawling where they kind of punch yeah, the well, they air just, in they front just of want the to watch it together. Most support. people don't really give a shit about the fucking second wave and all that shit. They just at yeah. this point, by the time the game comes around, they certainly ain't going to give a shit because of all the messages that are coming out from the government. And like, I think feel like everybody's behaving like the it's over, like the lockdown's over, and there's no issue anymore. So if you Add football to that, Spurs versus Arsenal. I feel like there would, there probably would be, there probably would be a lot of people coming to towards something to watch the game out. I will take what I can get though in terms of having to Liverpool win the league. The fact that we won't have to watch them like parade it around the pitch with you know giving scarves and having selfies and fans in the people in the stands crying and all that bollocks. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll take what I can, what I'm given. Yeah, yeah, and all you have to do is turn off Twitter for for a week. And Sky Sports. It never happened. It, it, yeah, it's like it never happened. Exactly. <laughs> uh, last last point before we go to the questions is um, Harry Kane's a bit tubby, isn't he? <laughs> oh man, I don't, I'm not sure we can we can talk about this. Why? Well, because me saying Harry Kane looks a bit tubby on that angle of the photograph makes a mockery of almost every social media photo I've ever posted. Yeah, but you're <laughs> you're <laughs> you're not a Premier League footballer, are you? You're just a tubby little horny hairy man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I resent Tubby, but I'll take it. Rotund, but, but rotund. I mean, it's ridiculous. You've seen the pictures of De Bruyne. I've seen pictures of Salah. It's, I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, he looks a bit porky. Get a fucking light. Morons. Yeah, looks... it's <laughs> let him be, isn't it? <sighs> Honestly. But, he, like, but I know, I agree with you, but he did look a little bit Tubby. <laughs> it's just... like Is he going to be able to like, skin... 
Van Dyke looking like that? Probably not. You've got to get haircut as well. <laughs> he, he wouldn't have been able to skin Van Dyke. <laughs> well, he did. He did. When, he, when Van Dyke played for Southampton, he absolutely ruined him. That was a different Harry Kane. That was a different Van Dyke. Uh, we've got some questions. Uh, Sarah Edwards said, when will fans get back to White Hart Lane? Uh, when, September. When is it? What's that? September. What, when, will they not wait for a, a um, vaccine? No. There'll be, fa- there'll be, there'll be some version of, of fans in football stadiums uh, yeah, in September. Would you reckon like 5,000 in first? Don't know, but I think there'll be a lot. I, I genuinely believe that with the uh, with the evidence that they were talking about with mass gatherings at, at, at even at that point, uh, it, it's just it won't be viable. It, there will be there will be fans in there because by the time September rolls around, it will be at the end of the summer before kind of winter and flu season and stuff kicks off. I think uh, I think that that will be probably the almost like a, a Indian summer for um, for things like mass gatherings and, and, and bigger grab, gatherings like that. Might stop again when flu season kicks in and we have second wave in inverted commas, but there will be fans in football in September. Well, there you go. There you go, James. Sarah. He, he doesn't know, but he believes that it will be September. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Apex Triplets Spooks asks, uh, how do we get rid of Surge <laughs> injecting with covid Fill his fridge with a shepherd's pie or hook him up with Katie Price. Do you want to get rid of him? Yeah, what's, the, what's going on, man? What's, well, what's I, I get that he's flouted uh, social distancing for a, oh, for a haircut yeah. and that. But um, no, I mean, he's, he's got a role to play on the pitch. So let's not get rid of yeah, him. Yeah, without, without a doubt. I don't know what shepherd's pie means. Jack Shepard said, <laughs> Jack Shepard <laughs> said, uh, who, who do you think uh, is the player that tested positive and why is it Serge Aurier? Well, we already answered, didn't we? Troy Parrott. Troy. Uh, Troy. Yeah, I hope it's. I, I was hoping it was Ben Davis, but he, he is. He's not. He's not key. He's not key first team. Uh, Cal McLoen says, uh, "Will Loris find his form, or do we need a new goalkeeper?" Well, we need a new goalkeeper, full stop. But but it's not like we're going to just bin him. It's not like he's he's shit. You know, as long as he just uh, lays off the booze when he's uh, got his car keys in his pocket, I'm sure, I'm sure he's got another season or two left in. But that's that's another position we need to look at. I haven't got a clue about goalkeepers. If you said to me who should we look into in in the Premier League or or maybe on the continent, I, w- I wouldn't have a Scooby. I just haven't got a clue. Uh, maybe Al. I know he's, he he loves a, a goalkeeper because <laughs> he's like you've got the. Uh, Who's that keeper that used to play for Sheffield United back in the day? Big lad. Oh, uh, Pressman. No, no. <laughs> I'm going way back to the 1920s. The guy was built like a like several uh, brick shit houses. I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a mad thing to ask me and Alex. Sure, we need a. Yeah, I'm not that old, by the way, guys. But um. Oh, what are you saying? I'm not sure we need a new goalkeeper. Okay. I was saying towards the end of the season that I was starting to get done with Lloris, but I do think, really, I mean, what else are Tottenham going to be able to get? I don't think we can get better than him. I think we're all right for another couple, another season at least, uh, and then and then go again. Have a look at it then. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, and Tommy says, uh, will Gedson have a part to play until the end of the season? He's a player I like and hasn't had much of a chance yet. 
or games being played, how they uh, how they will be. I think he could be he could shine. I, I haven't been unimpressed with Gedson. I feel like we could allow him to blossom. Um, I think his loan ends the end of next season. Yeah. Uh, so that I mean, it, definitely a squad player. Definitely keep him in and, and see what happens. But it's an opportunity, isn't it? Now, I mean, we were saying this earlier that we've we've got these nine games left. Um, we don't know internally how much pressure are on is on Jose and, and the players to get into the Champions League. I'm sure that every player would want to want to do that. I mean, for fuck's sake, I don't want to be playing Europa League football next year. Um, so there, there are players that are on the fringe, players that probably need more game time. And if we're, if if the five sub thing is going to be used effectively, then yeah, I mean, he looked good on the ball. He looks like a confident young footballer, but like most. Um, they need time, and and I don't know. Do you have time in nine games between now and the season? Um, Probably. I, I mean, I, you know, it's not like it's we have to win these nine games. I mean, we could do with winning them, but I don't think the intensity and the pressure is on um, the players as much. Which then means, does that give them a little bit of freedom to maybe be a bit more expressive? Um, and, and and take an opportunity to to really make their mark. I think, I'm not I sure, think, Steve. I think, I think really. I think the well, pressure is, is going to be bang on. I, I yeah, think I can just, feel that. Everything yet, that's man. gone on. I think the Champions League. If there is an iota of chance of Champions League football, it will be. This is your one and only concern of getting us in there because yeah. of the money that, that we have lost and 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 where we where we're planning to be, and of what it will do in terms of certain players you know I, I just I can't it's, see Go I, I, no no I get what you're saying and maybe the the problem I'm having at the minute is I'm still seeing it through my eyes and feeling it through my heart because we've been so disconnected and detached from football and for a long time no one really gave a shit about football most people were saying just just cancel the whole thing and then we'll restart it again no one no one cared about it now we're getting through the lockdown and COVID and things that are, are pushing back to normality but what what how's it impact impacted these players psychologically i mean the more experienced probably will just bounce back out onto the pitch some of the younger ones i, I don't i don't know there's a, a mixture of things that i'd love to be a fly on the wall um to kind of gauge what these players are thinking at the minute because it must be quite surreal for them because this type of thing has never happened before. Like we've had war, world wars and football's, you know, been been through for a while. But this type of thing is just, it's it's just strange times. And even football coming back ain't football, proper football. It's it's like this half-assed version that, that that is there to get the job done and get us through. And that's the worry. If that is flowing down from the top to the bottom, in that we'll just get it done. And, and not every other player is feeling how Danny Rose feels um, or Troy Deeney, then then <laughs> fair enough. But if if they if they are thinking that way as well, you're just going to get like a powder puff nine games. I mean, I there's guess. so many variables. I, I, I'm interested. I when I think of people like Tanganga or a Troy Para or, or maybe some not just for Tottenham but for some youth team players or players on the verge of, of making that step up playing in front of no fans you know would that make it easier does that make your making your debut for a club all right slightly less special is the pressure off a little bit you know will can you go into those those games now without 
that's one part of the pressure not there. All the other bits and hoping you do well and you know mm. carrying out managers' instructions and stuff are, are also there. But not getting sucked in and, and being overawed and that type of stuff, maybe, maybe that will help. That's that's again, there's so many variables of how different clubs will treat it. But I do think I, I think that there will be a huge amount of pressure put on the squad and the management team to you've got a fully fit squad, go. Okay. Uh, final question on the podcast from Rafa. Uh, he says, "What the fuck up? What the fuck is up with this?" Uh, he's quote tweeted a uh, a percentage of supporters who voted conservative in 2019, uh, and he has issue with Tottenham fans uh, voted 58 percent of Tottenham fans voting conservative to Chelsea, Man United, Man City, Leeds, Arsenal, Newcastle, Liverpool, all below us. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure what. I mean, I. I, I I asked a question because I'm not sure what... I, I know what he's getting at, I think. What? In a really clumsy way, it might be the... You've got people banging on about Ennick and Levy all the time, and, and yet they, 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 you know, and the furlough stuff, and yet the Tory party and austerity and, and all the other shenanigans that they've done over the years. There's uh, people just comparing politics with football. I'm not sure that football, is, which is... I think, I think no? you're, I think you're giving it too, a little bit too much credit. I think that maybe he's... Uh, a liberal or a left wing, and he's confused that a, that a majority of our, our our fan base would vote conservative. I think that's probably, probably middle class people, isn't it? Well, Spurs no, don't I, Spurs always top the richest uh, supporters list as well. I, think, I mean, and I, they also... I've had I've clicked on his profile, and um, and this isn't I'm not to discredit him at all, but I think uh, he's from the US, so he maybe has an idea about what Spurs are as a fan base, and and and. And, and what makes us us, and potentially we're, wants us to be something that that we're not. Tottenham is and has been for many years a, I would say a conservative fan, fan base, so sort of leaning towards yeah. the right wing. I think it's all, always been that way. And, and the people that support Tottenham don't live in Tottenham; they come in from exactly. you know the home counties. It's uh, I mean it doesn't matter. Like, I I don't it doesn't bother me that, that 58. But, but and also you could look at it in terms of everything that you know it's a it's a Jewish. Base, you know, there's a there's a, a lot of affinity and, and and links towards, you know, towards yes Stanford the Bridge Jewish and, heritage and and you I mean, know the Stanford. Labour Party have had massive issues. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anything to add, boys and girls? It's been nope. good chatting to you both, man. Um, maybe more chat about our sex life at some point. We'll oh, uh, do that. We're, we're oh, going nice. to do uh, we're going to do a special one about that. I've got uh, I actually got sent a video. This is this is, if this isn't a, a a cue to sign up for Patreon right now. What is it? Seven dollars <laughs> a month, Slav? Well, yeah, I know, I know the US has started adding tax or to. to uh, let's not talk about that. Seven dollars. I mean, seven dollars is a bargain for what you're going to get with this, right? So I've been sent a video from a girl who, uh, when the first time that she came over to my house, so this was second date material, of where we drank and I um, uh, fell asleep with um, some pizza in my mouth on her lap and she filmed it sent oh, it to me the God. other day didn't know she had it so I'll post that in the in the patron group uh, if we get you know 20 new patrons how about that <laughs> I'm sure I'm, I, I feel like you you think that that'd be more influential than it is <laughs> I mean it's I mean it, it's, it's it's funny it is funny. Uh, it is, it is, it is amusing I, I promise you, if you've never seen um, Tyson Fury asleep with some pizza in his mouth <laughs> uh, that's your chance uh, so uh, yeah we will be returning with the podcast in earnest 
obviously, hopefully with the return of the Premier League, uh, we're hoping to get together, but obviously it depends on what, what's going on. At the very least, we'll be doing Skypes after the game, before the game. Uh, the patron content will be turning more towards football than it has been over the last 10 or 11 weeks where it's been much more about people and what happens to people and the lives they leave. Um, but yeah, so just keep your ears to the ground and keep an eye on our Twitter and we'll be we'll update you. But yeah, it's going to obviously, naturally, going to be more about Tottenham going forward. Uh, Alex, Spook, Thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers guys. Speak soon. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Sports Social 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 Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.